Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back to Sports Daily. The coaching carousel in the NFL continues. We get one domino down. Frank Reich, after being fired as the Colts head coach, hired by the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Steve Wilkes, who had done a pretty uh, remarkable job as the interim coach, and his attorney's crying foul uh, from Douglas Wigder, the attorney, quote, we are shocked and disturbed that after the incredible job Coach Wilkes did as the interim coach, including bringing the team back into playoff contention and garnering the support of the players and fans that he was passed over for the head coach position by David Tepper of the Panthers. There's a legitimate race problem in the NFL, and we can assure you that we will have more to say in the coming days. Um, it's an interest. I did not see this coming. Steve Wilkes, I thought, had a decent chance to get the job. Interim coaches are always tricky. They rarely do get the job in the NFL. I think back to the Raiders last year. Um, Frank Reich, though, like you're not making a great case to me with Frank Reich. Like what did Frank Reich do in Indianapolis that makes him so qualified if you're Carolina? Like at least if you're going a different direction, go a different direction that somebody, you know, that gets people excited. Tommy, what would you think when you saw that hire? This absolutely should have been Steve Wilkes's job. Uh, I, I don't like the the decision that was made. I don't know if I would go so far uh, that you know Wilkes's attorney said about the legitimate race problem. I, I don't right. know. I don't really have a comment on that. But I do think that Steve Wilkes was absolutely deserving to be the permanent head coach. I mean, it was a absolute dumpster fire with the Panthers when Matt Rule was fired. Um, they traded away Christian McCaffrey. They didn't have a quarterback. The Baker Mayfield experiment didn't work. There was a lot happening there that was really, really bad. And Steve Wilkes came in. He sort of steadied the ship and got them, yeah, back in the playoff contention to a point where we were talking about, could the Panthers actually go to the playoffs? And what does this look like? Um, I feel bad for Steve Wilkes. He lasted one season in Arizona and got kind of a premature uh, exit there. And then, of course, what happened in Carolina, I feel bad for him. And if it was a slam dunk candidate like a Sean Payton or a Jim Harbaugh or somebody like that, I would understand it more. But to your point, Frank, Frank Reich hasn't really shown a lot of promise as a head coach. And especially when you look back during his time with the Colts, he had, what, four different starting quarterbacks each year that he was there. 
and they don't have a quarterback situation solidified in Carolina either. I just don't see this going well. Yeah, that's that's the problem for me, Paul, on this. I don't think a lot of people realize Steve Wilkes is from Charlotte. He's from Charlotte. Um, he and he and Frank Reich have very similar resumes as NFL head coaches. Not very good ones, right? And if you're Carolina, to me, it's probably as simple as they wanted to go with an offensive-minded head coach, not a defensive-minded head coach, which is certainly a trend in the league. Um, but, but Reich isn't the guy that garners all that much confidence, and it's always going to be a hard sell to the fan base to, instead of taking the head coach that struggled in his first stop that you know your fans and players love, Versus taking the guy that could not be any lower in public perception. Well, I guess he could be Nathaniel Hackett, but Frank Reich's not, you know, he's not garnering a lot of public support. And you don't, it's not like they have a, now, here's where this might make some sense. Frank Reich, when he does have a quarterback, you know, historically, he's spent some time with guys. If Carolina turns around and drafts a young quarterback high, I think this probably tells us that that's what they're going to do because that's the only reason, Paul, I could see them going with Frank Reich here. Well, the one advantage I have over you guys, I think, is that I have a real feel for Frank Reich and how he does things, how he's respected in his team. Let's not forget, excuse me, Let's not forget that a year ago it was the Baltimore. I'm sorry, the ball. It was the Indianapolis Colts that were on Hard Knocks, and you know you watch an entire season of Hard Knocks, no matter if it's the preseason or the end season, you get a feel. You get a feel for coaches. You get a guy. You get a feel. You get a feel for how guys are respected on a team. Frank Reich is is, is highly respected, not only by the people that are, are surround him on that team, but are also, uh, you know, outside the team, inside the, the league, and that kind of thing. I get Here's it. why they do it. Tom. I get it. I get, I, I, I get it. I get why I they get hired it too. I, they're gonna they're gonna have a tough public battle. But the reality is, Frank Reich uh, spent time as a quarterbacks coach with Philip Rivers. Uh, spent time as a quarterbacks coach with, I think, Peyton Manning. Uh, with Carson Wentz when he was good, that limited time. This, to me, screams Carolina is taking a young quarterback, and everything is focused on that. For that reason, I get it, because I think teams that don't do that are not doing the best they can for those young quarterbacks, and that's ultimately got to be the path, right? It's one of the reasons why I think Justin Herbert has been so interesting, is that he has a defensive-minded head coach and some turnover at that offensive coordinator position, and despite it, he's still been great. Think about how the Bengals have done it with Joe Burrow and how the Chiefs did it with Patrick Mahomes, right? Stability in that spot. Zach Taylor has been in that spot, in, in that system, and Cincinnati stuck with him through some lean years, man, and that's paid off, clearly. I think Carolina is telling the world, we're taking a quarterback, we're getting somebody in here who knows how to coach young quarterbacks, let Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence's, uh, you know, union this year tell us everything you need to know about why we're bringing Frank Reich in. Because the reality for that organization is, even if they don't win a ton of games, if they get the right development out of a good young quarterback, it will have been worth it for two or three years hiring Frank Reich. Again, I'm, this is where their head has to be on this. If they don't go take a young quarterback now, this move will have made no sense. But if they do, which I think they will, I think that's what they're telling us. Then I, I suppose I get it. 
in my mind, this is less about Frank Reich and it's more about Steve Wilkes. Um, and, and me feeling like he is absolutely deserving to be a permanent NFL head coach and be given a chance uh, more so than what he's gotten. I'm not over here suggesting that Steve Wilkes is the you know next coming of Vince Lombardi or anything, but you know he hasn't, in my mind, been given a fair shake where you know he was in Arizona for that one year and then they blew everything up and brought in Cliff Kingsbury and drafted Kyler Murray and all of that. And now the sort of the same thing in Carolina, where, like I mentioned before, there was so much turmoil in Carolina and, you know, they, they shipped off a couple of players. And we, we talked about it on the show, you and me, Jacob, about at the time, how it seemed to be a fire sale. And there, there might've been other players that were potentially on the block. (laughs) We talked about DJ Moore potentially, like there were a lot of guys that were going elsewhere. Right. And there was no thought in anybody's mind that the Panthers would have been able to do anything. They were one in four, I think, when Matt Rule was fired, yep. and then one in four when they traded away Christian McCaffrey, who is probably the number one player in the NFL right now. They traded him away, and Steve Wilkes won what six of ten games or seven of ten games in his. I mean, he had a winning record as the interim coach without Christian McCaffrey, and by starting guys like Sam Darnold and PJ Walker at quarterback. I mean, I don't know what else he needs to prove to show that he can be an NFL head coach. So take away the Frank Reich thing. Okay, cool. Like whatever. If they draft a young quarterback, they're resetting the franchise. They want to partner him up with Frank Reich. Okay, whatever. But in my mind, Steve Wilkes is absolutely deserving of getting another shot to be a head coach. I think you're yeah, right. I, I agree with. I, yeah, I agree with that. But d- sometimes defensive coaches, it, it just like that's not the way the league goes. I think of Todd Bowles, man, and I thought Todd Bowles was going to nail it in Tampa. I, I said for a lot, forever, I was like, man, Todd Bowles has to get another shot. He's too good a coach, and it didn't work in Tampa this year. I, I just, you know, I think it is a little harder these days for defensive-minded guys to get the nods. Um, over some of these young offensive people because that's just the way the league's trended. When we say that, though, Paul, and you see guys like uh, Mike Tomlin, Mike Vrabel, right, who are in the mix, I think, every year as some of the top coaches in the league, defensive guys can still work. And and hopefully Wilkes does get a chance because I think, you know, he's got us all thinking about, like, what he could be as a head coach if he gets into the right spot. Didn't work the first time. Maybe it does in this time. And we know retreads work in the NFL. Andy Reid, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Sometimes it's about fit. And and I'm with Tommy and, and I think probably you, Paul. Hopefully Steve Wilkes gets that second shot at doing this so we can see if what happened in Carolina this year was a real thing. Just would have been cool to see him coach his hometown team and all that. And, and you know, again, I don't think there's anything sinister on Carolina's part here I think they're simply doing this all for a quarterback but it would have been a cool story to get him coaching in his hometown like that it would have been really cool there's no question but I'll tell you what you got to give Steve Wilkes a lot of credit because he handled this situation with class and he and he and and basically what he said was I get it I understand this is the NFL he's going to get his chance there's no question in my mind and as far as I can't believe that this is the second time in the same hour, I'm going to use the phrase defense wins championships. There's a place for a guy like a Steve Wilkes on any NFL yeah, football oh yeah. team. And, and here's the thing. It all goes to, you know, whoever, whoever is the head coach is not going to be a position coach for the quarterback. Now it's important that he knows what goes on. 
But you know what's really important? Who is the offensive coordinator? Who is the position coach for the quarterback? Who is around this kid? Who or or, or a quarterback, I should say, not a kid, but it, but it will be a kid, whoever they draft. Who's going to be around that quarterback? Who's going to teach him the ins and outs, how to read, how to progress, how to how to work your feet, how to escape, all the things that go on in the NFL, which is so much more complicated than in the NCAA uh, Division One football. It's it's not even close, but. The thing is, is that Steve Wilkes is going to end up as a head coach. And I think he's going to end up as a head coach fairly quickly. I mean, I, he, he automatically kind of goes on that list of guys that every franchise who has that opening, uh, no matter when it will be, whether it will be later in the season, which we don't know, or into the into next season as coaches start to get fired, he will be that one guy that everybody's going to take a look at. But he handled this situation with dignity. And, man, that's important because Steve Wilkes understands his chance will come. He will get it. Someone's going to pull the trigger on him, and he's going to have a chance to show what he can do with his own franchise. But the number one job for Steve Wilkes will be to hire that great coordinator, hire that great position coach for a quarterback. You know, he'll have it made. I think he's going to be a head coach. And not only that, I think he's going to be a good head coach. That's what I think. Yeah, uh, I, I, well, I don't know. He had he had a shot. I don't know if he's going to be a good head coach. I know he was a great head coach this year in the interim, um, and and he's so well respected that yeah. that I want to see him bingo get back. It's funny. I'm just looking back at his career. He actually played as as a wide receiver a little bit in the AFL. He was a defensive back in college, but did get over on that side of the ball just a little bit. But uh, Carolina, like many teams, trying to figure out how to move forward in the future. All right, eight six nine twelve forty. Time for your calls in our last full segment coming up here on Sports Daily. It's Albrock, it's Caster, it's Savage, Jad Chambers, Packed House, TGIF. We'll get you ready for the weekend as we roll forward. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.